Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your favorite stylist, favorite stylist, leader of all things luxury and the soft world society. The one and only Miss Style Your Clothes and Soothe Your Souls herself, the style psychologist, Tanette Nicole. And you are tapped in, tuned in, and turned on to the Flyers podcast around. Tanette Nicole approved, that is. And I'm so happy to have you all with me once again for another zhuzhi episode of Tanette Nicole Approved. I hope everyone's week is going well. I hope things are working in your favor and i hope the glass is half full and never empty on your side of things i definitely 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 will say that january feels like the longest year ever i feel like we've already lived all of 2024 in january because it just seems like every week is jam-packed with something be it personally professionally or just you know social media wise it's just a lot um so much so to the point where I had to kind of like check out a little bit just to regurgitate good energy and reset myself, which is something that if you are a style squad member or luxury love or soft girl, a part of the soft girl society, you already know that I speak about frequently balance, beauty, finding beauty in the balance and, you know, just regurgitating good energy, resetting as much as you need to. And I've been doing a lot of resetting this week. And there's nothing wrong with resetting, but I'm hopeful that I could reduce the amount of times that I need to reset throughout one day because the schedule will be a little more seamless moving forward. And I'm claiming that for myself. And chime down in the comments if you're claiming the same. Speaking of which, before we get into today's topic, in order to really make your schedule as seamless as possible, you definitely need to have the right tools. Lots of tools. I'm always plugging you guys into tools that are not only helpful to your life, but beautiful to look at and touch and see and feel. You know, we live a life of luxury on this side of town. And so in order to be luxurious, you must luxuriate every part of your life, including your sense of organization and daily uh, task planning. And so with that being said, I will tell you this today, tomorrow, the next day, and I've said it for years and years now that the booked store b-o-o-k apostrophe d black owned female owned shout out to the ladies who own it um is the best place to get the most amazing planning not only is it decadent and beautiful but there are different versions filled with things for the melanated woman on the go on the rise who is either spiritual um or professional or both I promise you I got the deluxe version this year and it never disappoints. It's literally like everything I've ever wanted in one planner that was in my head is literally in this particular planner. So if you use code Sinet Nicole, you can get 10% off. And please believe before I got my very own coupon code, I was already plugging this company because I don't plug you guys into anything that I don't believe in. So use the code Sinet Nicole for 10% off and get yourself do right and get yourself a luxurious planner and get this 2024 off to an organized and seamless start why don't you and that is sanet nicole s-a-n-n-e-t-t-e-n-i-c-o-l-e so that's two n's two t's and two e's in sanet okay all right so hurry up before our products are sold out because i do know that at a certain time in the year they just stop selling 2024 products And they just move on to 2025. So if you need something for this new year that just started a few weeks ago, please go ahead and get yourself organized via the booked store. They have lots of cool, luxurious stationery um, in addition to the plans. But the planner is like literally their signature. It's so dope. 
I always get compliments on mine for sure. And you can check it out on my TikTok and social media if you want to see like a visual of what the planner looks like. But yes, child, I got my little coupon code. So get with it. Because I hate for y'all to be left behind. Again, I hope everybody's having a great week. It's been a tizzy of a week um, in pop culture, fashion, style, lifestyle, old media, all the things. Namely because, obviously, there's something that needs to be addressed that has been on my timeline. Usually, I will ignore things simply because I feel like the overall goal when people act erratically is for us to pay attention to them. So I will specifically and intentionally ignore the kerfuffle and foolery just simply for that reason, because I think that it is a real weird space we're in, um, in this world where attention is the strongest drug anyone could ever have. Attention, likes, shares, um, just visibility, followers, right? All people live their life in, under the guise of what other people think of them is the only thing that matters. And each and every day, the more erratic and asinine the behavior com- becomes in our world, the more you realize that people are literally showing out and doing the absolute most in hopes to get the most eyes on their content as opposed to operating in originality. And so I do feel like there is a thin line between expressing yourself artistically and literally cloud chasing and we live in a cloudy clout clout world apparently because that's all I see on my timeline and I feel like some days it's like what type of fresh hell is this and how do we get here and how do we get the hell out of the rabbit hole because it's giving bum behavior so I say all that to say that like I initially was going to speak about uh, the difference between like visual presentation and music videos today and in yesteryear, years and years ago, and how the dedication, you know, for music videos was more prevalent as it relates to storyline and and a and a real budget for the fly visuals and uh, dope outfits and things like that. There's not this is not that if that makes sense. Like this new generation of like visual presentation. It's certainly not that, and I don't expect it to be exactly that, but I do miss those particular times, if that makes sense. And chime down in the comments. If you feel the same or opposite, I would love to continue the conversation via Spotify platform, Apple. There's always a comment section. Uh, Feel free to give us a five-star rating while you're commenting. You can also comment uh, and continue the conversation via socials like Instagram. So... I would love to know what your thoughts are on visual representation uh, of like the 90s or 2000s um, and then now in this current era at some point. I say all that to say that like that was the premise of what I was going to speak about and I was going to reference a myriad of videos and then um, wrap up with Megan Thee Stallion's new video for her quite viral, uh, just for lack of a better uh, description, of her track entitled Hiss. Now, not only does our good sis Megan, first of all, we love Megan the Stallion here at Sinet Nicole Approved. This is the best way to ruffle feathers without having to do much work. This is the best way to be on your I said what I said top of time, to give I said what I said without having to like give anybody the shine 
or the significance of truly addressing them in a way that would make them feel special, right? And give them the attention um, that they seek. And so I thought it was good. I thought it was also, you know, or I can't speak for her, but it appeared to be freeing and therapeutic in that she addressed all things that have been said about her over the past uh, few years, given all that she's endured in the media, in the press, uh, with the court case and with her being shot and things of that nature. And so she's been through a lot. And quite frankly, a lot of people have continued to speak on her and drag her name through the mud since the um, incident with her and Tory Lanez. And so you cannot bite a bear and then dictate how you get bit back. You can't poke a bear rather and then dictate how you get bit. That's not how the world works. And so this was her way of biting back or hissing back, so to speak. And she discussed the metaphor um, when releasing the track. She released the track. Everybody's wig got snatched, so to speak. And then, like a domino effect, all hell broke loose, right? Um, Again, January is the longest year ever. (laughs) It's giving, it feels like a year just because top of the year it was the whole cat williams thing so it's just a lot going on and 2024 definitely hit the ground running so she seemingly meg seemingly seemingly addresses a myriad of people people are speculating based on her lyricism shout out to her lyricism because it's Sonet Nicole approved chef's kiss top tier and a lot and she's so good and this is how you know a lyricist is good she's so good at her lyricism that a lot of what she said is metaphoric and can go over someone's head and so she went at a couple of people who I guess everyone's speculating she has had issue with or who have mentioned her in songs Drake Obviously, the Tory situation, her ex, uh, the rapper party, and this, that, and the third, right? The thing that I do love about her is she's learned early in the industry to not allow anybody to spray you with your own tea. She already controls her narrative by being honest and an open book and not allowing someone to shame her because she may have had unfavorable situations with men that ended up in a in an unsavory way beyond her control so instead of allowing other people to spray her with tea with her own tea which is already cold she spills it and stands tall in it and 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 all of her decisions and then navigates through the space of life in a healthier way whereas everybody else is still stuck on stupid and overly concerned about people places and things that have nothing to do with them their coinage or their well-being, hence the fans and the pandemonium that ensues on my timeline every five seconds about this particular subject matter. And so I say all of that to say this. We use a lot of terms and labels to describe people, especially uh, celebrities, right, In in a light based on their accolades. It is okay to admire, respect, and uplift somebody based on their accolades, especially as black women in an industry for which we are marginalized, right? We should always uplift one another. That's not always the case as we have seen throughout history with the rap girlies. So 
I feel like with that being said, we use the term queen too loosely, right? Because a lot of people's uh, alleged queen decided to take one line about Megan's law, which is a law regarding having to have parties in a neighborhood, right? Certain people in a neighborhood register as sex offenders should they have been convicted of a sex crime. And so it was a perfect play on words. It was a perfect way to raise awareness about a law that this new generation probably hasn't heard of simply because they're just not into law or because it came it came about before their time, right? Before they were born. And so it just so happens that that struck a nerve. Apparently, it struck all the nerves in Onika's body and she went shimmering and stammering somewhere to create uh, a rebuttal diss track that is similar to something my toddler cousin would make um if that's what you call a diss track i feel like we definitely could probably gather that there was some sort of ghostwriters previously for which she's denied but it's not giving something that somebody of the caliber for which she sees herself and for which her cult following sees her in should ever even entertain Meg said a hit dog will holler. Y'all have heard me, I'm sure, on this platform or many others say the same thing. My grandmother used to say it, a hit dog will holler. And obviously that means if something strikes a nerve, you're going to react in a way. If you were not really this or if this was not truthful, then you wouldn't be up in arms about it, so to speak. So she didn't have to name names because people who she unloaded the clip on because they shot at her. She ducked, they, you know, they missed. And so she decided to unload her clip, rightfully so. Um, They were in a tizzy, they were in a frenzy. And so not only did she ruffle feathers, like I said, they slid off of Onika real bad because she was literally going downhill in a spiral that most have described online as the most embarrassing and cringeworthy mental breakdown slash overt unraveling of a said superstar that we've seen in quite some time. Uh, she proceeded to talk to herself because Meg still hasn't addressed her or acknowledged her because real queens f- swap flies. They do not address them. And so for someone to make the assumption that the commentary about Megan's law was made about their husband, who is a registered sex offender, as well as their brother, which again is nobody else's fault but the parties that decided to engage in the deplorable, disgusting acts. So in hindsight, right, in reality, the parties that you actually need to be mad at, you're married to or related to. And I think that it struck a nerve because perhaps this other person is now second-guessing or questioning their decision-making skills. Or because they feel that they have a point to prove. This, to me, has been the psychology. Remember, I'm the style psychologist. That's like Style aside, the psychology version of me, the psychology portion of my being, says that this pattern of behavior was years in the making based on the sheer desperation and overt lame energy that was given by Onika over the years when other rap girlies came about and got some shine. And it seems that she's trying to grasp at straws or crumbs or the uh, 
these seams that are hanging from the fabric of her career or something. It's really, really cringe to watch. And quite frankly, I don't think there's anything funny about any of it, especially as far as it has gone up into this juncture. So you have rap beef and you leave it on wax and everybody goes back and forth and some some diss tracks are good and others are trash and it just goes until it doesn't go anymore. But now we've gotten to a point in this particular new era and that's why social media is the gift and the curse to me because the curse side of it is that there are going to be people that always take it over the cliff and back again for no apparent reason other than they want attention, they want to be seen, and they hope that one day Nicki Minaj or whomever they have this cult following and worship energy for um, will one day happen to see their tweet or their comment amongst 50,000 other comments in a blog post. And so I really think I'm not sure what fresh hell we're living in, but clearly it's one where the the person who considers themselves the queen of rap unravels and talks to themselves for 72 hours and goes on several live rants, spraying someone with their own tea and proceeding to consistently mention their deceased mother in a very derogatory way, knowing that they also have a deceased parent. They This is a world where that party doesn't have a a PR management or agency representation anymore, or they just have yes men around them that are um, posing as representation who refuse to get a handle on the unraveling of a legacy that was built about a decade ago for said person. We live in a fresh hell where a cult following for someone um, of unhinged fans proceed to try to prove their loyalty to somebody who wouldn't even breathe in their direction because they have no idea that they actually exist, would proceed to not only comment and verbally accost another young lady that they also don't know and who doesn't ever know them and probably never will, um, but they then go as far as to take uh, a page out of the party for which they worship book and do something so deplorable as to try to put their coat, their boots, hat, gloves, and scarf on and go to Meg's mom's grave to violate it. Mentioning someone's deceased mother is always going to be an absolute no. Mentioning someone's deceased parent, period, I feel, or child, I feel like is the lowest of blows. I feel like as somebody who previously lost their parent, she should have more tact and more decorum Never mind trying to prove yourself and be impressed like a panini to prove a point that was never going to be proven anyway. All of that aside, like the tact of it all is tacky, is deplorable, is classless. It's a very much day class A and it's giving bum behavior all the way. So speaking as somebody who has lost their both their parents, it's not ever going to be a thing. Or a day that goes by where none of that is going to be cool. None of that shit would ever fly for any person that is of sound mind and body. And that has any kind of respect for humanity as a human being. Never mind being a fake rap queen. It's more so about being a human being. And so that's where mental deficits come in, right? When somebody's not in their right mind, which is clear from this display and this debacle of dustiness. 
they do these kinds of things, right? So help is needed and there needs to be people around that cannot be a yes man or woman, but can care enough about somebody to want to get them help. Now, granted, when you're grown and you're unhinged, you may not want the help and maybe there are people around that are trying, but there's nothing they can do. And that is a journey that you must take and if it means that you unravel your entire legacy, I guess so be it, right? That's the cross you have to bear for what you're doing. But there can't be logic or any kind of cognitive astute functioning wherever that person is dwelling in their own bubble of delusion because there's no reason for that person to mention in a what she considers to be a diss track, uh, somebody's deceased mother and a pot and a digging up the mom and all. It's just, I don't even want to repeat it. I don't even know. I can't quote it exactly because I never listened to the actual song, but the lyrics were posted everywhere except for the restroom at this point is everywhere. Right. Um, so you couldn't escape not seeing it, but I will say that from the lyrics that I did see, it's, some of the, again, most cringeworthy, deplorable, disgusting things I've ever seen. And corny and lame as hell. But in the illustrious words of the Mason Betha of Harlem, New York, shout out Harlem forever and always. You cannot unlame a lame. And I want y'all to understand that there is no amount of billboard chart topping hits. There is no amount of marketing. There is no amount of accolades or success that one can have. Or a cult following that would change the fact that they are simply lame. They are corny. They are boo, tomato, tomato, tomato energy. Here, today, tomorrow, and the next day. When a person, when I tell you a person doesn't necessarily change, situations bring the true colors and the foundation of said person out into fruition. A person doesn't necessarily change, right? as it relates to entertainment industry or whatever they're navigating through, whatever spaces they're navigating through, opportunities present itself in those spaces for them to bring their true selves into fruition. This was that person's true self. People used to wonder why and how she could date somebody like Safari, but it all makes sense now. Because the energy that you give out is the energy that you attract. And that's saying something. Because the people that you attach yourself to, the people you marry, lay up with, have babies with, um, you know, and keep around you are often a reflection of you. And so I think that's why the, the hit dog hollered so loud this week, because maybe there is some self-reflection or self-actualization that needs to be done that the person is rewarding. So they're like battling within themselves. She, you know, constantly markets herself as somebody that has other personalities anyway. And not for nothing, there could be some subliminal truth to that. Based on the series of events that have occurred this week, based on the fact that I could not escape it even if I tried for my timeline, and based on the fact that... um. I had to be annoyed with it. I'm going to give my psychological take on what I think is happening. And so for me, I feel like it's a combination of the the grasping at the straws and like pulling at the seams of the fabric of the un, 
the career that is currently unraveling, the desperation to prove oneself, the incalculable insecurity that is now exuding oneself in the form of the embarrassment from here to Timbuktu and back again. And just the sheer need to constantly control the narrative and the dynamic while shifting the narrative to be unfavorable to yourself. So it's literally like you tried to play somebody in the words of Prince and you played yourself. (laughs) You tried to shoot and your clip was empty. Like it's a flop. It's a fail. Hang it up. Knock it off. I'm not sure that this could ever be something that this person could get past. I mean, people have gotten past worse. But we already know that women are already held to an impossible standard. So as a woman, it does give me, a black woman, it gives me secondhand embarrassment for her. Because it's always 10 times harder for us to do anything. And so in considering that, and constantly ad nauseum reminding us about all of her accomplishments. Why outside of a literal mental health debacle and breakdown would anybody go through all of that and do all of that work just to piss on it (laughs) for lack of a better term in 72 hours it's weird it's given very suspicious and weird it's given big weirdo big dust bucket big bum behavior and it's really sad to see it's really sad to see but you definitely have to keep your your energy high you know your heart pure and your your eyes on the prize and just your overall being in a good space in order to attract the energy that you truly deserve so some would say that this is the energy she's always put out and this is the energy she's going to get back kudos to meg for speaking her peace and releasing her feelings in an eloquent artistic way the body was body and the video was videoing. And this is what I mean by like traditional video concepts coming back. It was very well thought out. It was super artistic. It was innovative. Shout out to Zarina Akers, who was the stylist on the his video. Um, she did a call back to Tina Snow. And if you're if you like make it in the stallion, then you would know Tina Snow was like her alter ego. So I like that they incorporated that in the style. With the hair, makeup, and the ensembles, like a icy, like a gray, what the kids call a bust down, right? Lace and um, like metallic bell bottoms, a bare top with only like Lauren DeWitt jewelry draping over the boob area. It was really dope. I liked all the looks. There were several looks in the video and I liked all of them. Like I said, I like whoever edited and um, curated the video the way it was. I think it was perfect. I think it it aligned perfectly with the subject matter at hand. And I think she did all the things and then some per usual. One thing about it and two things for certain, her glam team, her styling team, everybody is always on point like a pencil. Zarina Akers has also worked with Beyonce and quite a myriad of other um, celebrities that you would know. So shout out to her on the styling because it definitely did all the things. And you honestly um, need major, major glam for this type of drop, this type of 
song, um, this type of traction that I'm sure the team already knew she was going to get behind this, you needed the bomb visuals to go with it. So it was perfect. It was dropped at the perfect time this weekend. And both the actual track and the visual video, music video, are both very wildly uh, viral. The crazy part about it is, and speaking about the desperation of the other party involved, you took that desperate spirit and put your foot in your mouth. And it actually worked to the other party's benefit because the streaming has gone up since the other party went on their 72-hour tirade. So... You got to be careful again when you're trying to fake unload a clip on somebody because you could very well shoot yourself by accident. And it's really weird, um, again, that she constantly talks about the shooting and like, again, trying to spray, trying to spray Meg with old tea, her own tea that we already knew that she's already owned on several occasions. It gave late, it gave old, it gave, why didn't someone take your phone? <laughs> it was just a mess, but that's enough on that. That's just my take on it. Who you are is who you're going to be in situations that lend themselves to exude said behavior. And if you lame, you can't unlame a lame and it's going to be masked and sprinkled in the fabric of all the things you do. And it will uh, unveil itself at some point. And so that's exactly what's happening. And hopefully, for her sake, um, somebody could put a stop to it at some point. One, because I'm tired of hearing about it, seeing it on my timeline. That's for sure. So this would be the only time it would be addressed on this particular platform. But two, because it's just cringe to watch it's like a train wreck that you know is about to happen and there's nothing you can do to stop it nor should you stop it um because the person who's driving the train into the wall is aware that the wall is there and it's still driving <laughs> you know it's like it's like j cole say don't save us you don't want to be saved that's clear from the pattern of behavior hopefully somebody rational can get through to her but that knee-jerk reaction to one little line is flabbergasting. And if that's all it takes to get to be able to ruffle your feathers, then royalty is not even something you should even consider yourself, honestly. Because self-regulation, self-management, and self-control are paramount to call yourself a queen, child. So you can hang that up. And go hang around uh, a therapeutic office. And quite frankly, a lot of her fans need a therapeutic office as well. And it makes me want to expedite the process of getting my therapeutic license so I could charge some of y'all insurance for even thinking, for even thinking to retaliate on the behalf of a person you don't even know. <laughs> it's like you have to really laugh and chuckle because why? What was the reason? Cardi B voice. No pun intended. What was the real reason why you would think that that was okay? And what was the real reason that you would exude mob, mob mentality outside of being literally a couple of french fries short of a Happy Meal? What would be the reason for you going to someone's mother's grave who you don't know? 
what point would you be proven? The fact that this young lady had to get security this week for her mother's grave is not even worth words. Like, I, there is no word to describe that. And, like, again, as somebody who's lost both their parents, I couldn't even fathom. I couldn't even fathom. There's a price to fame, but nobody should have the to pay the price of constantly having their parents' passing weaponized against them for the sake of proving a point again for which is never going to be proved because the beef was already lost once hits already came out. It really wasn't much to do. And again, if she had a team around her who was smart, they would have advised her not even to acknowledge it to let it blow over some more. But what she did was she put 20 on 10. She saw a fire and threw more gasoline on the grill. Leading again to more streaming for Mac. <laughs> it's really, really, really something to behold. Um, and it's really, it also lends itself to another conversation we could have at another day. As it relates to the vitriol right like rap beef is one thing that's just a thing it's a part of hip-hop culture but i feel like the amount of vitriol that goes into women against women uh black women or people against their own is unmatched in the worst ways in the worst ways i've had so many people tell me in professional settings that they have found that a lot of the times working with their own people, especially if the person looks like them and is in an authoritative position, is uncomfortable and is almost worse than working in spaces where most people don't look like you. And so to me, that is beyond disheartening to hear because I am always excited in any space I'm in professionally to see people doing the things that look like me. And the fact that we make our own feel so uncomfortable is wild to me. Because that energy, like I said, that energy, that vitriol, um, that level of egregiousness <laughs> and unhinged behavior, we don't have that energy for the people that don't look like us. Not to say that you always should. But we've been dismissed, disregarded, and disrespected forever. Forever. Especially women. So I'm not saying they have to be kumbaya and best friends. But I'm saying that as a human, you should have some level of humanity. And you should, as a woman who claims to be a queen, you should have some level of class, decorum. And you should have some sort of moral code or compass for which there are lines you wouldn't cross. But apparently there is none. Apparently, there is none. And I, you know what? It's my own fault for asking for too much because the way this world has been going for the past couple of years, I should have already known. There was already, it was already written, as they would say, um, for the nonsense to happen. Also, people love anything salacious, right? People are constantly rewarded for bad behavior so they don't stop. They just increase and rev it up a notch day after day, week after week, month after month. And so I think, you know, in this particular case, it's the same thing. 
whatever salacious is going to gain traction, what however more ridiculous one can be, one will then get go viral and one will remain quote unquote relevant and therefore they'll be able to continue to collect coinage based on something that's negative or based on something that perpetuates a disgusting and deplorable stereotype for a whole population of women. And so I definitely also think that when people are in the heat of an argument, they're definitely not thinking about that. But as a professional in whatever space you're in, rapper, actor, photographer, whatever you are, you still need to have an amount of just tact and regulation and strategy. And if this was a strategy, <laughs> I I advise her to fire a whole team because it couldn't possibly be. I think that this is a situation where it's either she does no longer has a team, she's in tra- transition of finding a team because there's no type of PR that would have preferred this type of meltdown. They say all publicity is good publicity. It's not such thing as bad publicity. But in this case, everything about it is all bad. <laughs> everything about it is all bad, except for the his track, <laughs> the his diss track, <laughs> and the wardrobe for the video. So my Sonette Nicole approved doll of the week is none other than <laughs> Megan Pete. Shout out to the H-Town hottie for heating up everybody's timelines, heating up everybody's podcast heating up (laughs) the whole entire media with his unloading said clip shooting and aiming at every single target ruffling feathers working nerves and making the girls press like paninis a shame if i had to give any advice this week i would say Lean on the side and operate under the guise of his energy, right? Assert your boundaries. Stand on your business. Mean what you say, say what you mean. And if you're going to shoot, most times make sure somebody shot first. And when you shoot back, unload the clip. Unload the clip and don't address it again. Because real queens and kings don't address flies, we swat them. That's it, that's all. Simply put, okay? So make sure you give this big hiss energy in the sense that you're not going to let nobody play in your face, but you're going to ever so effortlessly read them or do what needs to be done to reassert your respect. Now, we don't condone violence. You could read somebody with your words. <laughs> read them their rights and let them know what it is and what it won't be because you certainly have to know your worth and don't give discounts okay and you know that's a direct Sinet Nicole quote for which will be said every single Sinet Nicole episode and if you haven't already go get yourself a Sinet Nicole mantra tea or Sinet Nicole catchphrase tea or any of the Sinet Nicole capsule collections and items on SinetNicole.com you can also clink Click onto my link tree and find all of my fashion and lifestyle articles, op-eds, and more and more of the Sinet Nicole experience. Be sure before March 1st to book a style consult. First, of, first and foremost, a free discovery call. 
with yours truly so that you can tell your very best style story and I can use my paintbrush to paint to repaint your canvas in the way that gives all the zhuzh and all the things and all the time. So if you want to be a part of the Sinet Nicole style experience, I would advise you to do so before March 1st. You can click, like I said, the link in all of my bios or go to sinetnicole.com and click the booking link or email me at info at sinetnicole.com because after March 1st, we are not taking any more local clientele and that is sad for you guys but great for the Sinet Nicole brand because we are expanding and growing and more news will be coming on that as well as more fabulous guests very very soon to the Sinet Nicole approved podcast. I appreciate y'all as always for tapping in tuning in and turning on another episode of Synet Nicole Approved, the podcast that is. Keep your standards just as high as these gas and rent prices, honey. And once again, when you know your worth, you don't give discounts point blank in the period. I hope that the rest of this week is seamless and brings about more his energy than it does bum behavior. I love y'all for real, for free and the long way. And as always, I'll catch you all next time. Smooches.